My name's Denise Ferguson from Find Today's, and today I am here with Lizzie Vince. Hi, Lizzie, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I am really good. So I usually yes. say, what are you drinking? But you have been a Larry letdown. I know. I, I don't normally... You know what? Because I've just had dinner and there was a problem with the dinner. <laughs> I was running late to the podcast. Didn't have enough time to grab a drink. But to be fair, I could have just grabbed a cider from the fridge. I mean, I still can. But um, yeah, I'm very boring with my... My lemon water, but I'll be drinking for you tomorrow. Oh, send, good. Well, as long as you're photo. drinking in spirit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm drinking a gin and tonic, as I usually do, actually, all red wine, but gin and tonic today because I quite fancied it. quite fancied something refreshing. Yeah. So I Lizzie, would be drinking what? that. Oh, would you? I would. What sort of, what sort of gin do you like? Oh, um, Sipsmith. Um, what, what did I buy recently? <sighs> Roku, it's like a, we bought oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Japanese. Japanese. Yeah, really nice. Um, what else have I bought? I bought this elderflower gin. Can't remember what it's called. Um, Whit Whitley and Neil. That's pretty. Good. Whitley Neil, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's tons, aren't there? There's. Oh no. Usually they're coming out like every week. Yeah, I do have a. a well, actually, I was going to say I do have a healthy supply, but I have a. A, a depleted supply thanks to lockdown lockdown me and you both have never tried so many different gins <laughs> <laughs> so lizzie what is your business called and what do you do yeah so find your mojo coaching is the name and i help my clients to find their mojo so they are women who are unhappy and unfulfilled in their life career relationship whatever it is a lot of them have businesses, but some of them also work a nine to five. Um, and yeah, I just help them to find what I call their mojo, which is their purpose, their life path, their fulfillment, their happiness. Because um, yeah, that's what's, I guess, most important in life. Well, it is to me anyway. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. So how, how, what sort of way do you do that? Is it, you know, one-to-one -one coaching? Usually is it face-to-face, -face, but now maybe you're doing it via Zoom or how, how do you do this? Yeah, so I do a mix of one-to-one -one and group. Because of lockdown, I'm doing them all over Zoom. Um, but I did meet some clients in person before. On the whole, though, it was still a virtual thing, which I think, you know, this, this laptop lifestyle, I think a lot of coaches are now kind of just digital nomads who are just online, which is great because it means... You can work from anywhere. Yeah, no, I, I've always worked from home and I've done a lot of my work from um, Zoom and, you know, online and emails and blah, 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 all of that for years. But um, yeah, there's part of my business that I can't do and I have to do kind of face to face. So I'm, mm. I'm kind of looking forward to that coming back. But I have really enjoyed the, the people, other people who weren't kind of savvy with the online world, kind of yeah. getting on board and having to do a bit more of that. Yeah, definitely a big transition for sure. You know, businesses that weren't online before, well, they've had to be now. So yeah, it's been interesting to watch. Yeah, hundred percent. So how did you, how's lockdown actually affected you personally and your business? Um, personally, I'd say it's. Um, I mean, every, like like anyone, you know, you have good and bad days. Um, and there's been times where I've been like, oh my god, I love it. Can't like 
I don't want it to end. I want life to be like this permanently. I've really enjoyed the slowing down and the mindfulness. And I know a lot of people have got into meditation or they've, you know, when you can't go outside, look inside, look inside is like basically what everyone's saying at the start. Um, but then another part of me was like, oh my gosh, I really miss my friends and family going to the pub, going to restaurants. And that probably sunk in, I'd say maybe like a month or so ago. Um, but then when we could start kind of seeing family from a distance, I was like, oh no, this is, this is great. And now I'm at the point again where I'm just like, I don't want things to go back to normal in inverted commas because I feel like our old normal just wasn't serving us anyway. Um, there definitely will be a new normal, but I just hope, hope and pray that people don't return to the rat race. And I think a lot of people won't be wanting to return to their nine to five, you know, if they have one. Obviously I, think, yeah. have been made I think a lot of people are not going to have a choice. Sad. Yeah which is you know really sad but mm. but I think it'll inspire a lot of people to think about what it is they seriously want to do because I know in my business because I've been so crazy busy because I deal mm. with people who have predominantly salons and stuff which obviously they haven't been able to open at all yeah. and lots of people you know worried about having to close down and talk you know having some really personal conversations with clients and with landlords and everything like that it's been like really emotive but that's made me really consider what parts of my business do I really enjoy and what parts do I need to get rid of in order to not do what you like you say and go back to the old normal what is mm. what can be my new normal have you done anything like that in your business too yeah I mean I totally agree with that. You know, the whole delegate, automate, um, eliminate. So delegate or outsource what you don't need to be doing. So getting a VA or a social media manager or an accountant or whatever. I think that's so powerful. Um, and then automate. So anything you can automate, like scheduling your social media posts, your, your bookings, your emails, anything like that. And then eliminating stuff that just isn't serving you and this lockdown has definitely taught me the importance of balance and boundaries and because I mean I work from home anyway but I think because my my partner's been working from home as well and it's not like you can go anywhere in the evenings or on the weekend I found up until a couple of weeks ago I was literally the whole of lockdown three months four months whatever it was I was working seven days a week 12 hour days because I thought, well, what else am I going to do? You know, there's nothing else to do. Um, my boyfriend was like, you're not spending any time with me. My mum was like, you'd never message me. And I was like, I got burnt out and it was just really, really bad. Um, so yeah, this de I've definitely learned the lesson the hard way of the importance of rest and like had a lot of guilt about taking time off or having breaks. And most days I like, wouldn't really make the time to eat um I'd be working in the evenings and I was just like what the hell am I doing this is not sustainable so I think hopefully a lot of people listening can relate to that and I haven't been yeah there no I definitely have had moments of going dipping into that side of it where I'm just working so much that I'm just you know can't see the wood from the trees but I've also done the other side because I've always worked like that I've always been quite a 
busy person and everything's about business to me and work, 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 work. And I was definitely doing that before lockdown anyway. And then when lockdown all started, it was crazy. So I was working crazy hours. And But there's been a part of me now where I literally clock on at a certain time and clock off. And I never did that before. So I, I kind that. of enjoyed that side of it. But I have struggled with, because like you, I've always worked from home largely work from home I'm not used to other people being here and there is far too many people in my house right now how have you (laughs) how have you dealt with the um encroachment of your working space yeah I mean yeah it's been interesting uh to be fair it hasn't actually been too different I mean (laughs) I've got I've got an interesting situation because I I live with my boyfriend and his family because we're saving for a mortgage so his parents are retired so they've they're always around um his his sister was at uni she's now finished now um and my boyfriend long story short um almost a year ago it'd be the 4th of july the anniversary of him not being able to walk because he had an autoimmune he has an autoimmune condition where we got back from mexico um last july and his leg just totally seized up after the plane ride home and he was we were meant to be going to a Stevie Wonder concert so his mum had crutches randomly in the loft so she brought them down so that we could go to the concert because I couldn't sell the tickets we thought oh this will pass because it'd been an ongoing thing since January last year but it was like three four days a month it would kind of happen and then it would seize up and then it would go again um but yeah, he was on crutches and then loads of doctor's appointments to find out what it was. Took months and months, found out what it was, then took months to get the medication because it cost thousands of pounds. And then he got the medication probably a few months ago. He was starting to get better before lockdown. Like he can, he can walk for half an hour now and he can't really walk any further. But um, we were just saying the timing is so ironic that everyone else has had to experience what we've experienced for the last year because Hmm. we haven't really been able to go out like we could go to the cinema recently like we couldn't even go to cinema before because there were times we'd go to my parents and like we there was a time where his leg seized up once he got in the car that he couldn't get out the car again and then we had to wheel him on like an office chair up the drive and back into the house because he couldn't even walk so we've (laughs) we've had a year basically of lockdown because he was working from home I was working from home and we couldn't go anywhere so we were like welcome everybody to our lives (laughs) there's so many people that have kind of said that that have got like um underlying health conditions or you know disabled or anything like that but but it's it's in one respect you say that you say oh we don't welcome to our world but then when you're in the thick of it you go actually you're not in our world at all one you don't have mm. that kind of worry and stress and yeah. what's going on and blah, blah blah but also you know when we wanted to do stuff and when we you know we could force our way through it we could do it now we have no option so there's there's always that side of the coin yeah you're like yeah. you're like you know welcome to how hard life is shit life's really hard for us all you know it's yeah just such a weird position to be in and I remember when this first happened my kids weren't taking it seriously at all they were like and I said and I just sat them down and I said to them this is so serious that you will be talking to your grandchildren 
about this in 50, mm. 60 years time. That's how serious this is. You need to take it seriously now. We will be in lockdown for months. And they were like, what? There's three weeks. And I was like, I'm telling you now, mm. we'll be here for months. I really didn't have the conversation with myself though, because I definitely hit a brick wall a couple of weeks ago. I was like, let me out. I've had yeah. Some. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows, like, my boyfriend's work has said they're going back on the 7th of September. My sister's work has said September. Spoke to somebody the other day who won't be going back till January. So I think just, we just got to kind of write the rest of the year off, to be honest. And there's a lot of people rushing to go back into the old normal. But I think we have to question, did you really like the old normal or is it just what you're familiar with and used to and you know because as human beings we like certainty is everything for us it's like our it's one of our basic human needs so it's like did you actually like your old normal or are you rushing back into something you don't really want yeah I think it's so important for people to take this time to reflect on the parts of their life that serve them and the mm -hmm. parts of lockdown that has served them and the parts of their future that they want to be better and how how they get towards that I always say to people that they should follow their joy and and that's kind of what I've always done but I've definitely because life is different now it's made me think about what 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 parts of that joy that I enjoy mm -hmm. and what can I do in the future that means I can you know continue to enjoy my business and what I do so yeah it's interesting that that everyone's in the same I, I love the side of it that everyone's in the same boat that's what I enjoy about this not yeah. in a sadistic way I don't mean it in a bad way at all I just mean that that it's it's not selective it's not like I live in St Albans it's not like St Albans yeah. is in lockdown although I know that Leicester's you know been put back into lockdown so that is going to be harder for them from Saturday I understand that that must be awful for them but I mean it's not just England it's not just you know Europe whatever it's a whole world in this and I, I like that side of it because it's not it hasn't been selective it hasn't selected you know a few people to to hamper and I also like the side of it that it's not just you know the poorest of society that have been affected by it you know the richest of society have been affected by it too and I know it must be harder for people who don't have any money at all so mm. I'm not saying that either but it has also affected the richest of people because there's so many people that that in that society that lost all of their work too but weren't entitled to a penny from anyone mm. so to be in you know in such a privileged situation for such a long time and for it all to have been pulled through in a single second I think that must have affected them physically mentally emotionally you know family-wise and everything equally as hard for sure. and that's and and I could never envisage a situation where that would have happened to everyone all at the same time it's quite yeah. a weird world to live in it is yeah no it hasn't discriminated at all everyone's and that has been lovely like the the unity of like seeing everyone clap for the nhs and um like the the virtual concerts and things have been amazing um but yeah i think you're totally right people from all walks of life have been affected and I've had to like take a step back, which I think we always have to do throughout life, pandemic or not, 
to be grateful for what I do have so that like I have a business that has thrived in this pandemic and you know it's so easy to get up caught get caught up in your own problems and worries and we think that we're the only ones with those problems and worries or that our problems or worries are worse than somebody else's but putting it in perspective where you know there are people who live in like inhabitable uninhabitable homes or um have lost everything or live in unsafe homes it's like it's just it's just it's just mind-boggling to even imagine how how they will be coping so i think yeah i've definitely tried to keep things in perspective but sometimes you do fall into this self-centered trap of being like oh this is horrible for me <laughs> i know well, you do i mean it's absolutely ridiculous i always i always call that one upmanship like playing top trumps with you know who woe is me who's got the mm. worst life and it's just utterly ridiculous if you can even play that game then your life's not so awful but, yeah. but i but we, I do it. I have a, a very lovely life and I sit there and say, oh, where is me? Because I, you know, if you can see in the background, all of my walls have been stripped and everything because we were due to start our renovations on our house on the 7th of April or whatever it is. Wow. We are living in a building site or a squat, yeah. as I affectionately call it. <laughs> because, but, but we've got, you know, a roof over our head and, you know, it temp, you, the, you know, we've had sunshine and, you know yeah. it's not it's not leaking or anything like that so actually we've got an all right life and yeah you know none of us have died so you know fingers crossed that everything and it all seems to be going in the right direction hopefully so hopefully everyone doesn't go silly on saturday and it starts spreading oh all i know over again. oh god i mean who knows i've heard words of a second wave but i guess we're just going to i mean the government have just had so much pressure from the media to i think loosen the rules and it's just yeah i don't know we'll see if it was too soon or not it's it's impossible to tell really i understand it completely from an economy um side of it you yeah know, we couldn't stay in that situation for forever and for and for even you know much longer at all so mm. i get it i just i am concerned that we are going to end up back in lockdown but it hasn't happened yeah. so far so touch wood it doesn't happen again true anyway what are your three tips for people to be able to find their mojo oh yeah um i would say um i mean i love vision boards so like put together images of kind of what you want your life to be like words that resonate with you um you know maybe you want to buy a property or family is important to you or whatever is important to you that will really kind of act as your why and be your your driver for whatever whatever it is you want to do um i'd also say to take a step back and i think as we said a lot of people have been using this time for reflection and just grab a big piece of paper and write down you know what it what it is that you enjoy um I heard of the concept of the Japanese concept of ikigai, which is, um, mm. yeah, apparently even meant to increase your life expectancy, which is mad. And it's finding what you're good at, what you're passionate about, um, what you could get paid for. And there's something else. There's like a fourth one. But if you can find that thing, that's meant to be your ikigai and that's your, that's your purpose. Um, 
So, I mean, yeah, you can definitely just use that exercise of just, because I think a lot of the time we don't, we don't take life is so busy and the classic rat race. We don't take the time to sit back and reflect on what we do enjoy. You know, maybe there are people listening who are in a job that they really dislike and they want to get out of it and they do this exercise and they realize that, you know, they, they want to do something completely different. Um, I've had clients before who have been like, Oh wow. I never knew that that's what I wanted to do, but it makes total sense. Um, and yeah, I'd say for a third tip, um, I'd probably say just more around kind of reflection and just like stillness. So, um, like meditation and visualization, just listening to like your body and your mind and just, I think the the main overarching tip is just taking a step back and not getting caught up in the busyness of life. And because most people die, not really having lived a fulfilled life because they're just caught up in the day to day. And like every time, every year it's Christmas and people say, Oh wow. Didn't the year just fly by? And it's, it's like, yes, because we are not, present mindful people um, a monk is not going to say that somebody who's spiritual is not going to say that because they practice mindfulness and being present every single day and i think that stillness and i know it sounds woo woo but there is scientific evidence to back it up so anyone who is no i'm okay with i'm okay with being woo woo i i firmly you know um sway towards the kind of buddhist side of life and i you know agree with you know doing gratitude diaries and meditating and you know being still in your thoughts it doesn't you know stop me from being you know insane and shouty and sweary and all of that but I don't you know I there is a definitely a woo-woo side to me a a kind of hippie ideology that I would love to live by more often and I should definitely get back into my meditation actually I since lockdown all of that side of my life has been completely ignored I'm not entirely sure why but yeah I should I should get back into my practices yeah because I think more I think people have kind of gone the other way and they've got more into it I know that I definitely have um kind of just I don't know I guess not needing to rush around and just having the whole day has meant that I have yeah just carved out time well more recently than at the start of lockdown just carved out more me time and self-care and like you said meditation gratitude practice um and people that don't say that people that say they don't have the time i i have clients who are mums and they run businesses and it's full-on the homeschooling you know i always say it's genuinely killing me i have never had a desire never had a desire to be a teacher never wants to be a teacher I am not a teacher I'm not good at it I don't have the patience for it I am now a teacher to two thoroughly ungrateful children who um while I'm also running like three businesses and I have like three you know unwanted guests in my office it's not it's not fun no I can't I can can only imagine like hats off to you mums I don't know how the hell you're doing it but like my clients here mums are like I just wake up earlier like that's what I've got to do and if that means that I'm going to have some me time then 
I'll make it happen. So I think it's about priorities a lot of the time. And, you know, I think I've been prioritizing exercise over all of those other things. Cause I knew that that yeah. was my top of my list of things that stopped me killing people. So I thought if I keep that one in, <laughs> I'll avoid prison for the lockdown and then add all of the other bits in when once yeah. I've got rid of the kids and the husband and everything. <laughs> that probably that makes sense yeah I mean I think a lot of people are the same and yeah it's mad everyone's just like become fitness fanatics in this time it's been well it's been great like I think people I don't know I don't know what the percentage of people that have because there have been people that have exercised like crazy but then I guess there are people that have been eating out of boredom so yeah I'm not sure if like what's the what the change has kind of kind of been but I've I've definitely been exercising more, but I've been baking more as well. I've been exercising more and my, yeah, I've been exercising more. My children have been baking more and I've been drinking more. That's the thing. Yeah. Drinking as well. And I've been snacking more because there are three other people in the house that literally all I hear all day long is, I'm hungry. I need a snack. I'm hungry. I need a snack. And it just subliminally, subliminally gets in your mind and you're like, I could have hungry. I need a snack. (laughs) (laughs) I could have one of those biscuits you you've just put your hand in. But (laughs) yeah, you get me one. (laughs) I know. Once they've all buggered off, I'm going to have to get back on the diet. Oh well. Oh, I know. That's it's like a long, extra long holiday, isn't it? Oh God, got to get back into (laughs) normality. But yeah, be interesting to to see what happens. Yes. So, what's your plans for the future? Has it changed at all from? lockdown or is your plan still going ahead how do you see your business in the next five years yeah um I'd say it's kind of stayed the same if not I've become more driven I guess to achieve it because I've had the time to kind of work on it um I would love to like get a basically a team so like a VA um there's maybe a social media manager as well or a separate social media manager. Um, I would love to build like a team of coaches underneath me in the future. Um, to, yeah, just build a bit of a, a coaching empire that helps like thousands of women around the world. I work with women globally right now, which is amazing. Just love that technology allows you to do that. I'm, Isn't like, it amazing? I will never stop being grateful for like Zoom and social media. It's incredible. Um, so yeah, just continuing to help help women to find their mojo and their purpose and live a life of fulfillment and happiness because that's why I started coaching. And a lot of my clients come to me and do become coaches, um, maybe because they see what I'm doing and they see what other coaches are doing. Um, it's not like I'm like become a coach, but a lot of them do do find themselves coaching, and I mean I think it's like one of the most amazing professions. Um, getting paid to help people and make an impact is just any business. Any business where you can help people, yeah, is like, absolutely. The side of my business that I love the thought yeah. when people kind of you know you, you sign a lease for a business and you have absolutely no idea what you've done, what you've signed up to. It all talks gobbledygook and I just come in and say this is what it means in English this is what you know and then they and like literally your face there like people just yeah. go oh yeah, yeah. You know, I just feel so much better that that's the bit of the business that I love completely yeah. just helping helping people 
Yeah, I think that's the reason why most people get into business and we have to remember our kind of why, as I was saying earlier, the vision board, because oh God, so many times you just want to give up and throw the towel in and think, oh, nine to five would be easier. But then you've got to think, no, I actually hated my nine to five. I don't want to work for somebody else. Um, and there's a big perception, like I, I really want to write a book called Don't Listen to the Gurus because, or Stop Listening to the Gurus because I think they, they give a wrong perception of what it's like to be an entrepreneur. And I went into it so naively, which I think a lot of people do thinking that you know it was going to be a lot easier than it was and it was all you know sunshine and rainbows with a few hiccups but it was like so much better than a nine-to-five and it, oh my god the number of times I've wanted to give up is just ridiculous and I don't know what keeps me going I think it's probably not wanting to go back to a nine-to-five and knowing that that was you know even worse like on the whole I love what I do but you know what it's like sometimes the fear gets the fear and the overwhelm gets the better of you i like to say that running your own business is getting to choose which 16 hours a day you work Ooh, <laughs> i like that it's true yeah. you work your ass off it does have a level of flexibility but it is hard work it isn't a nine-to-five and i've no i have no desire to work a nine-to-five I'm not built to work for other people. I will always work for myself, but it is a slog. It is. And yeah, you're right. Like I, I totally forgot the reason why I started a business. It was to have freedom and to have balance and to have time out. And I totally appreciate that. Like you've got to put the graft in at the start, but I was still going like mad. And I thought I don't need to be doing this. And I'm working with two, I've always had coaches and the two coaches I've been working with most recently have been amazing at teaching me the importance of mindset and boundaries and taking breaks and actually eating meals and um, spending, taking the weekend off, not working in the evenings, having a, like you said, a clock on time, a clock off time, because all of this hustle, 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 Gary V, BS and that you have to be working all these hours. It's just, it's just not true. Like there is always another way. And I think, I don't know, I just want somebody to come in and just change, change up the narrative because I feel like it is. There's a lot I think there. there is. I think you need to do what works for you. Mm. Cause I'm, I'm very much a work, 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 but I'm very flexible. I do all of the things I want to do because that's why I run my own business. I would never pick business over, you know, family and, you know, important things in my life. But if none of them are there, like probably why you fitted into that at the beginning of lockdown, if none of them are there, then I work, 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 because I love doing it. Mm. And when it came to lockdown and I was just knackered and I just couldn't do it anymore. Then I found that sitting in front of the TV and watching a box set was the thing that I needed. And I, and that's what I do. I listen to myself and I listen to what I need yes. and I do that. And I think that's what's important. I think if you're securing yourself and securing what you're doing and securing your business, you listen to yourself regularly and it, you might need to hustle, 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 you know, at certain periods. Yeah because that's what you need but other times you don't need that you can just chill 
and you can go on those holidays and not answer emails all day and you can go to your kids plays and you can go to sports days and you can go out for lunch with your mum and your friends and you can do all of the things you want to do but you need to listen to yourself you can't you can't have one and not the other because if you didn't if you didn't ever hustle you wouldn't have a business and if you didn't ever chill out you wouldn't have your health you'd you'd burn yourself out yeah so true that I love that and I totally agree you've got to listen to your intuition like if you feel like hustling one day hustle but if you feel like resting the next and rest I think you're so right like and there is a lot of guilt about taking time out um and I saw somebody's post on Facebook, like I took a break today and didn't feel guilty. And I was like, oh my God, this is like a, a big problem amongst entrepreneurs. And I think it's just reminding ourselves that we do work hard and we need to, like you said, look after our health, but it's all about balancing the two, like the masculine energy of hustling and then the feminine energy of flow. Um, but yeah, that balance will never be like truly kind of, struck it will always be like on one side or the other but I think um yeah as much as we can just remembering that our health is like the most important thing and um obviously we need to work to have a business but I think a lot of us are working not very efficiently which is like it's definitely something that I even do now um and there's a lot to be said around productivity hacks and the Pomodoro technique and um, setting boundaries with your phone and emails and social media and with family members as well to avoid distractions. Um, that's something that I coach on as well, because it is like a lot of us have the belief that you have to work hard to earn money and be successful. And yes, that's part of it, but that's not all of it. No. So. No. Yeah, I think I think gratitude will get you a lot further than than <laughs> hate the word hustle, but you everything you have to work hard for. You will get yeah. nothing if you do not work hard, but you just need to work sensibly. And that comes from, you know, a master procrastinator. Mm. I'm definitely the queen of procrastination. But you know, I I now have to make it work for me. I now have yeah. to know my weaknesses and I have to work around them. So yeah. Yeah love that yeah yeah well everyone has to know their weaknesses don't they and if you say you don't have any then you're insane anyway we are coming to the end of the podcast and i end all the podcasts with the eight mile moment so i don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about me i love eminem and i love the movie the eight mile he does all of his rap battles good i I love my it's my stepdad's favorite film ah Send him my love. He's a genius. I will do. And, <laughs> and he does all of his rap battles by saying the worst things about him. Skinny is white. His mum lives in a trailer. Yeah. So that his opponent can't come back to him. So what are the worst things about you, Lizzie? Oh, God. Um, I'm a massive overthinker. Um, I do care too much about what people think. Um I actually really like attention and I'm not afraid to say that. Um, I can be like something my boyfriend and my stepdad said recently is that I ha- I have a ton of vision. So like once I've got my mind set on something, I've my blinkers on and I don't, I don't look at, I don't have peripheral vision. I don't look around what's around me. And that's what happened with my business. I was just like tunnel vision full on. Um, what else? What else was, what was the question again? It was, 
wasn't what's the worst things about you oh the worst things um yeah I don't know if I can think of anything else I don't know I'm quite loud (laughs) um I can be pretty weird but I think that's a good thing um that's definitely a good thing um worst things about me I'd say yeah the overthinking the worrying the caring about what people think the wanting to please people external validation all of that stuff is is me yeah get rid of that no my cousin she's like I just don't care what people think I'm like okay that's easy for you to say (laughs) I know well everyone always says to me that I should do some sort of training in the you know Denise way of thinking because I really genuinely don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me but I was born this way, so I have no idea how to get anyone else in that mindset because I've yeah. just never cared. Wow. Even like as a kid, you were just like, just strutting your stuff like, I don't care what people think. <laughs> I just, it never even entered my thought process because I just thought everyone was the same as me. And it yeah. wasn't until I was older that, that I kept, you know, people would, you know, like, so-and-so said so-and-so. And I'd be like, I don't understand why you care. Like, it just took a long time for me to realise, oh, mm. other people are different. I didn't realise that. It took yeah. me a long time to realise that about lots of things. But yeah, I didn't realise that people were different. I just thought that we were all the same and then they were, they were just talking nonsense. But we're not. We're not. We're all very different. And again, that I don't know if I've said it already, but a lot of the time we don't appreciate what we're naturally good at because we assume that everyone else is good at the stuff we're good at. Same as the problems thing. We think our problems are the worst and it's just yeah important to take ourselves out of our own body for a second and just think like okay other people have got stuff going on as well or um other people aren't as good at this as me so like be grateful for that and feel good about it I really struggle with that because I am very much I only really do the things that I'm good at and I don't like doing the things that I'm rubbish at and I so if I can do something I just think everyone can do it yeah I just think like I just don't understand but then if, if there's something I don't want to do I'm like well, I just I don't understand why you want to do that that sounds like hell to me yeah so, well yeah. my boyfriend's training to be an accountant so I'm like are you crazy <laughs> are you mad like it's so dull but each to their own you know <laughs> my interest. children my children will say to me as if it's freaking biscuit mom I've got some maths homework and I'm like yay can I do it for you I'm terrible I love maths anything to do with numbers I'll easily sit and do it mm, so sad I'm a creative a freak I'm a creative type I'm like give me anything creative any day <laughs> maths and science nah well science psychology I love like um I loved psychology but yeah maths not my thing yeah, no, I'm a weirdo. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the podcast, Lizzie. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Even Good. sober, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't forgiven you, but we'll, we'll have I, to do it again. You'll have we to will, it. part two. Yeah. Um, and as always, if anyone else wants to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor a podcast, you can contact us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk. Say goodbye, Lizzie. Bye. Bye. <laughs>